Good evening, this is Nimo Warobi, Warimo Warobi, as you know me, the host of the Afro-Brit rambling show, always rambling about something or the other. It is 7.38 in London, it is a nice day, it's been hot, and we are grateful to God for that. How have you been doing? Have you taken care of your mental health? Are you drinking a lot of water? Are you resting? Just giving a shout out also to those who have lost family members. In the last few days, I have heard about friends who have lost um, loved ones. There are those who have received diagnoses that are difficult. We are with you in your journey through thoughts and prayers. You can always contact me by inboxing me or sending me a message. Always happy to chat. Today, I have my mom uh, who's visiting from London, uh, in London actually, and she came to visit me about six weeks ago and I thought, hey, let's do a recording to tell you about our journey with the loss of my sister and some of the questions will be regarding how to deal with it both as a mother and as a minister because my mother is a reverend. So hold on there and I will be with you in a few moments. Good evening, it's me again. Thank you for joining us this evening. I want to introduce to you to my mom, whom I call Mama or Mama E. Uh, I've changed her name now to Mama E. I don't know why. Uh, I'd like her to say hello and tell her about tell us about herself. Welcome, Mama E. Good evening, brothers and sisters. Nice to be in the land of the living uh, with the help of the Almighty God. More than anything, a safe journey from Africa to UK. I came to visit my daughter, Nemo, whom I haven't seen for five years. Although I used to see her transiting, when I was transiting to United States of America where I lived, uh, it's amazing what a one year or two can do. But in all, I give glory and honor to God because He does not change. We are trying to touch bases. It's too much to talk about from youth to now. But more than anything, I'm so, so grateful that she has continued to live under the shadow of the Almighty God. I'm a proud mother of four, although the Lord has taken my youngest, Jean, and I'm proud to say too, she had a testimony, so my daughters are not dying, they are just reaching to their Heavenly Father, waving us to get to them when our time comes. I have my second daughter who is in Kenya. Uh, a boy and a girl, and of course her lover, and they are also doing very well, very cooperative and helpful. I have the only son, Lawrence, who has two boys, and my daughter-in-law, I don't call her daughter-in-law, she's a replacement like Jean who has left, and she has always fitted in very well. You will never know that she came to a family. 
I have only one husband for the last 54 years and I thank God for ups and downs that we have continued. I don't know whether I'm climbing the hill or whether I'm coming down, but the one thing I'm promised and I am a witness. You never leave me nor forsake me. May you be blessed as you continue relating with my daughter. You are the daughters for now. The Bible says when we leave our mothers and our our fathers, he will give us sisters and brothers. I thank you all because I have seen the good work you are doing. May God truly bless you. All right, now you've heard from Mama E. I'm not sure whether you learned everything, but uh, shortly is just to mention my mom is a reverend. Uh, she's been minister of the gospel for as long as we've lived. We have four children. She's married to one guy. Her background is actually nursing, public health management, and taking care of people. Uh, she's lived in the States for close to 16, 17 years. And I have seen the evolution of the woman, especially knowing her background. Now, mom, the thing that I wanted you to discuss with us is, number one, um, tell us about Jean, you know, to you, who Jean was, what was she like? Because we all show different faces, um, and you can briefly tell us what your relationship was like, um, and then we can talk about your reaction to what happened. Uh, sadly, with Jean going home. Jean was about was going to be 35 years. Now, 45 years, less one month before she passed. Uh, Jean was born through cesarean section, and from birth. She has been a beautiful, warm girl from when she was a baby. She continued to be beautiful and beautiful, and every time I used to say I have an angel, uh, she was loved by me and dad and everybody else. It was very difficult to know who loved her most because everybody was trotting around her, and she too was a giggle. Uh, after finishing her education in Kenya, She went to United States. I went about one month before her and she followed me. And I lived with Jean for 16 years in United States. Very accommodative, uh, very, very sociable. Jean can get on with anybody. Jean can live high and she can live low, very compatible. I can honestly say, not because he's my child, I have never cried any night for any of my children. I think Jean was again so loved so much and she felt it. Sometimes she could pretend to be a baby, to be nursed, but I knew. Uh, Jean went to live with the Lord in glory. All the time we were in the United States, she has never been sick, not once, I've never known. And it was such a tragedy when she used to call me twice a day and the dad twice a day, the brother twice a week, and the sister twice a week. And that fateful day when I did not receive her call, I tried all night. I knew something is amiss. But anyway, the past, that is history and it is past. 
uh, Jean had spoken to the brother two hours prior to her going to heaven. The beauty of her, she was like a prophetic woman. She would say something and she would say, Mom, don't get annoyed about this. This is a fact and that is what it is. So we live with that kind of a statement of her. Her main goal was the family togetherness and loving one another unconditional love. And she forgot herself, not only about us. She would put everybody else first. When she was in Kenya, she was dealing with unfortunate orphanage and she continued the same when she went to the United States. She would go to the seaside and she would walk with the drug addicts and they understood her, they had the language, and they would miss her. Jean grew, she did her education. I wanted her to be on a health ministry, but she was very adamant she did not want to do it. But God has got his own way how he turns people around. She ended by being an administrator of a very big health care company in the United States. The good thing she loved and she learned quite a lot. She used to tease me, Mommy, when you get to 80, which I am now, uh, you'll be seen now and I'll be talking to you the way I talk to my patients. But I wish I'll be there to take care of you. Well, I can only say I loved her and we loved her. I don't cry bodily tears. I have joy in Christ, knowing she has gone before me. We human beings think that our children should not go before us. That is God's decision. It has nothing to do with us. My prayer has always been my family to know Christ because I know whether we go now or later, we will meet in heaven. And therefore, as I speak about my daughter today with my daughter, Wairimo, Wairimo being the firstborn, Kagura being the lastborn, I can testify the love between all of them, my children. And of course, their daddy is a daddy daddy. I was more of a strict lady myself, and sometimes I do ask pardon or to be forgiven. I speak a lot, and you know the person who speaks a lot sometimes can miss something. But I don't. I thank God because He say He understands, and He take us at the level where we are. Now, when I talk about the effect after Jean's going, gone, maybe the Lord has made me stronger of the family. For I write Jane on WhatsApp every day and I tell her what's going on. But I do know she's praying for me. It's a body I don't see, but spiritually we meet at the cross of Jesus. All what I'm waiting is when we meet all of us. Shall we gather that song? Shall we gather at the beautiful sea? So my joy even to come to United States, uh, to United Kingdom and meet my daughter on the same level is praising the Lord and taking care of me, I am not taking things for granted. I met a few of our friends, and normally we say, show me your friends and I'll know who you are. And I'm proud to say my daughter has not changed. I pray that she continues that way. 
I do I do know she has challenges, but as I tell her, there is no medicine for the soul, nor the medicine for the heart. And God will take care. The body belongs to the Lord, and some of these things they come on our way. We may never understand why, and that's why the Bible is so clear. There are people who suffered like Job. There are people who suffered like Anna, not forgetting the suffering of our Lord Jesus Christ, who said the steps he followed, we too are going to go through. Please be encouraged. This world is not our home. Soon and very soon, we are going. The question is, are you ready? It is not appointed the day or the hour. He will come when he is ready. Continue to be ready. Continue to look at the cross, and just like Paul, nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. Thank you very much. Hey, hey, folks, it's me. Hi, I hope you have enjoyed listening to my mom. I think one of the things that um, caused me to do this was one: um, you will see the differences in how grief works within. Two generations. My mom's 80. I'm 52. My mom's a minister. I'm just a young girl going through Christianity, and their generation dealt with um, death differently. You know, as a Christian, there is no denial that uh, we stay in the belief that we will meet again on the other side, and Jean uh, is resting. However. The thing that I struggled with is the emotional part of missing my sister. I think many people um, grieve differently, and I think that's what people fail to understand. And I'd like to encourage you to grieve the way you do, and um, grieve in a way that does not cripple you. If you need help, please reach out to people or go to Sue Ryder. She has um, six counseling sessions on bereavement, which are very helpful. There's a lot of resources, but I want to tell you that um, these conversations are very important because um, one can feel excluded, or like I always say to my families that I think that they feel uh, uncomfortable in my expression of of. Um, of sadness because I cry I'm a crier and I fall apart and I get into depressive states many depressive states and then I go back to my normal self because I really do miss my sister so this was about my sister and my mom and I just wanted to one show you the difference between what a minister would do or speak about in terms of how they deal with it one of the things that I don't understand is how um, in, ingrained that one can be in Christianity that I don't see the traces of how a mother deals with it. But I do know my mother has been strong in trying to hold her three children because it becomes a priority to take of the others and not taking care of herself. Daddy's been the same. In fact, my dad has been my homie you know when things are falling apart he's the one i've called or when i have stupid questions as you know you will ask and you will have a crisis you know about faith about purpose 
So that was the reason I invited my mom to both encourage you and to also see the intergenerational difference in how we deal with traumatic events. Yes, I believe my sister's gone to Christ, but there are things that I'm still questioning and I still miss her. And uh, this is summer, my favorite time of the year. And there were so many things I wanted to laugh and call and tell her. I know you know how it is. Oh my God, I want to pick somebody. I want to pick up the phone. And really, there's nobody there to talk to. Or the person you trusted with your life secrets and they're not there to talk to. These are difficult things. I just wanted to remind you, hope and resilience is the key of this Afro-Brit ramblings to encourage you to stand strong. Even when you fall apart, there is nothing wrong with you. Keep walking, keep trusting God. And remember that I'm at the end of my inbox if you ever want to talk. And I will talk to you soon because we still have to do the session on depression in the stages of grief. Remember, eat right, sleep right, hydrate right, and always meditate. Peace is not an option. God bless you. Bye.